Wait, is your microphone turned Here, up? I am turning it up. Should I turn it all the way up? It's finally picking you up. So wherever you're at, just stay there. <laughs> hey, are you recording? Now? Yes. Remember earlier when you were like, that's so weird. Why isn't it picking up? Yeah. Was that also my fault? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But we're just gonna we're just gonna move on. Yeah, we like, just did an entire introduction, <laughs> and I didn't realize I had turned my mic all the way down. We've been fighting. These are okay. First of all, these are not the best quality microphones because I but got. They look them. cool because they have smiley faces and they change colors. They do. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I got them when I was still but a broke college student, so all of like, I don't know, a year ago, and yeah. Um, so they're not the best quality, but we've been fighting trying to get these to work properly, <laughs> like mess with the volume levels and stuff. And I finally just won the battle and got Gretchen to actually hold her microphone in her hand in front of her face. So it would pick her up. And what did she do? Which we also previously <laughs> talked about in the previous intro where, what did I do? I turned my mic down all the way so i am just a faint echo in the background of charlie talking to herself oh god and i didn't realize it till we were pretty far into the intro so this is yeah. our this has got to be like the third or fourth intro that we have recorded total for this podcast either you're listening to this on patreon because somehow we made it big or <laughs> we're laughing at this on nursing home yeah that's probably the more likely of the two but who yeah. knows this could you know this could be the start of a great journey for us we never know we'll manifest it yeah. Anyway, hi. We should do introductions again because you uh, should could we only hear one side of it before? <laughs> so, welcome everybody. This is hopefully episode one of mm-hmm. Hey, we should watch that. Hey, we should watch that. Our podcast where yeah. we, two roommates, uh, hopefully make it through a very long list of movies and TV shows that we want to watch together. Very long. Because we think we are hilarious. So, God, we are so funny. <laughs> we want to record these mainly for posterity so we can look back and laugh at ourselves again. But hopefully, Agreed. other people find it funny too. Yeah. And um, in case you're wondering, my name is Gretchen Cohn. That's Gretchen. I'm Charlie Lean. And yeah, if you couldn't tell already, we're roommates and we like watching stuff. And a lot of times we say, hey, we should watch that. So, um, hey, we should watch that. Hey, we should watch that. That's what we decided to call our podcast um how far introduction do we want to go do we want to go into the history of when we started living together like we did on our actual first intro Uh, yeah which also again um subscribe to our patreon if for whatever reason we're big and you're listening to this and it's on our patreon because it probably won't be posted for real no probably not because it's a a lot we also could totally cut that whole thing out because that was a little skeevy it's fine yeah. we're, we're we probably still need money it's fine <laughs> anyway introductions um introduction go first sure go first? i can go first um so i guess for both of us we're both in our early 20s as of right now mm-hmm. 23 2023 i'm 23 okay yeah i wasn't sure if there was a year 23 i wasn't sure if there was a year between us or not but mm-hmm. it's just a couple months mm-hmm. um both in our early 20s still trying to figure shit out but yep. we started living together like years ago yep uh one of the things that we like to do is have like a quote-unquote date night Mm -hmm. where we sit and we watch things and i drink and gretchen smokes and we end up saying kind of just the weirdest (laughs) shit yeah and it makes us laugh for literally months almost years afterwards we have inside jokes that go back years so it's amazing we keep (laughs) track of it all Charlie is an engineer, mm-hmm. and I am a bartender. So we're on very completely different schedules. She works all day. I work all night. 
and Sunday nights we are able to sit down together and we're exhausted from either a busy weekend for me or a busy week, generally really busy weeks for her. Mm-hmm. And we just sit down and fucking bullshit. And, and shoot the we shit. go, hey, we should watch that. And then on Sundays we go, we should watch that. And right. we watch that. And we love to do a running commentary on shows that we find hilarious. Yes. So part of our thought for this podcast was we went back and forth for a while about do we do it live while we're watching the thing? Mm-hmm. Do we do it recap later? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of trying to compromise. We have already recorded sound bites for this mm-hmm. movie that we're going to talk about, and we're going to see how my technology skills are because we've got some really good sound bites in there that I would love to use in the podcast mm-hmm. that we will definitely talk about in this recap. Um, but we did the watching it live thing, and granted, we didn't choose a great movie. But it's for, it's for it's very right long stretches. That, it was a, it was <laughs> circumstantial, definitely the best choice. Yes. Now thinking about how the fact that this is our first one we recorded, not the best choice. Not the best choice. It was very long stretches of silence, just broken up by what screaming. the fuck, what? like screaming, like just nonsense, just interjections. It wasn't very funny. But I think now we're in a really good headspace 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 to a really good voice voice i'm in a really good headspace right now to recap this horrifying movie and talk about some of the things that happened both in the movie and when we were sitting here talking to each other and with our roommate brandon who made an appearance at the very end to kind of recap and go over our favorite things that happened our least favorite things that happened and where we rate this movie yes so I think we're ready to actually get into it. So, yes. should we announce the movie it was that we watched? Yes, go ahead. It was Hereditary. It was Hereditary. One of the, actually, probably the scariest movie I've ever seen, I would say. I would put it up there. Yeah, I get, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't get scared by stuff all that often. But it, in the, it was the most, I reacted the most to this than i have other scary movies i was gonna say are you really gonna tell me that you were not scared by this well, movie I mean, like i'm not gonna be haunted by it oh. like i don't like like i, did, I slept fine and oh. stuff like that you i know? i was haunted granted the first time i watched it i was alone very true i guess we should do that backstory so i don't remember what day this was that we watched it but the night before charlie was here i was working so she was here by herself and she was like, huh, I'm going to watch Hereditary. Mm-hmm. So she watched it. And then the next day told me about how horrified she was yes. and the sleep paralysis and just yep. the, how she should not have watched it by herself. So maybe yep. reminder, hey, maybe don't watch this by yourself. Yeah, I don't think I'll watch it ever again, actually. But thank you for the reminder. Um, two in two days was enough. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> Cause, absolutely. Because it was literally the very next night. The very I was, next night. I was, I was like, telling oh, Gretchen about I've it. I've always wanted to watch that. People think I would tell me I would love it. I liked Midsummer. Yep. I'm like, yes, I want to watch it. And she's like, I just watched it. But like, if I'm going to watch it again, I might as well watch it. Right. Right now. And I'm like, absolutely, let's do it. And then I'm like, should we record? And she's like, mm, yeah, we should record. Yeah, we should record. And we, and did, we did record. We did record. It was, um, it was, it's an interesting recording. It's, there's a great intro because every time we record, we do an intro just in case, I guess. So we can pick the best we're one. We're extremely new to this. We are we're very veteran new. listeners of podcasts. Yep. Um, we're absolute infants, like prenatal infants <laughs> to actual pre-natal. podcasting. We are fetuses. We are basically fetuses. We're a collection of cells. Yes. This. Post six weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. A good range. Cut that out. 
<laughs> cut that out. Cut that out in post. Future Charlie, cut that out in post. Be a doll. <laughs> Would you dear? <laughs> okay. Okay, so anyway, so we watch Hereditary. We watch Hereditary. So we can give a quick recap of what we remember from this movie. Now, we have discussed this in the past that it would be hilarious because Gretchen usually gets quite a bit more fucked up than I do on Agreed. these nights. Speaking of, I'm going to try to balance. Um, oh, here, wait. I'm going to put you back in my shirt. How about, Mike? Because I'm going to go ahead and rip the bong real quick. Also, we've said this before. You may or may not have heard it. Don't know if it's on um, Patreon. Patreon or not, but this is a 420-friendly podcast. 420-friendly Gretchen usually smokes. I usually drink because I get random drug tests at work. Um, but we discussed it would probably be pretty funny. Criminalized weed. Well, anyway. it is, but I think. No, I know it's good. Oh, well, they don't test for it. Cut that out. Charlie, future Charlie, cut that out. Don't tell him where we live. Don't tell him that I'm smoking weed over the table. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> anywho uh we thought it would be fun to get gretchen really fucked up and have her recap what she can remember <laughs> sounds like abuse but it was my idea like this what i swear to god i know charlie just said that but it was not her idea that was definitely my idea don't come don't worry i am more sober so i and i usually have a pretty good memory for movies and things so i will be here to guide you through this journey i guess but gretchen do you want to get started and tell the people what you remember about the plot of Hereditary? Oh my god. Okay, so I knew like absolutely nothing because so many people had told me to watch this and I'd seen scenes from it like you see like clips from movies on TikTok or Instagram and I just scroll past because I'm like I gotta watch this raw. So I did and there was like some creepy stuff. We talked about the mom's face a lot. Because she just has the face for horror movies. Like, the lighting, any type of lighting, she just looked, like, kind of dead already. Kind of like an alien, yes. Real creepy. So, we talked about that a lot. And Charlie had kind of already pre-briefed me because she just watched it literally the night before. She's like, yeah, the something happens like in the first 30 minutes. It's crazy. And then it's like, stuff happens. And then, like, the last 30 minutes and the last 10 minutes were crazy. So, I kind of had a decent... Mm-hmm. time frame mm-hmm. uh timeline and also normally as i'm sure a lot of you guys do as well when you're watching stuff you're constantly on your phone or like scrolling or something you're yeah. not paying attention we were glued like glued. i was i picked up my phone at one point i'm like why am i doing this i need to be watching the screen right now yeah glued to the tv yep um so we were chill normal scary movie stuff i'm like where's this going like is it I don't know. And then her fucking head gets blown <laughs> the fuck off. So to give people maybe some premise. Also, Ooh, this is hey, going to be hey, spoiler. Hey, Charlie, insert spoilers ahead. Spoilers I was going to say. Spoilers ahead. <laughs> I, like how you said, I like how you interrupted me to tell future Charlie to do that as I was trying to give a spoiler warning. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have no words. I, I don't know. I guess I just like gaslight the shit out of you. It's fine. They'll get used to it. Yes, this is going to be a spoiler podcast. We are going to be telling you the plot of what happens in this movie. So to give people some context, this movie is about a family. And we open on the grandmother's funeral. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. And it basically follows uh, her daughter, who will be Anne, I think. Anne or Annie. 
Um, we'll be referring to her as the mom from yeah, here now, probably. And the mom has two kids, Charlie and Peter. It's been Peter. like it's been like a week, a week Peter. and a half since we watched, but I think it's Peter. Think it's Peter. Yeah. Anyway, so Charlie and Peter. Um, Charlie is kind of an awkward kid. We're kind of made to believe that she's just weird and she doesn't seem to have a lot of friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they also like pick somebody who also has kind of a unique face normal like standards odd features right yeah a very unique face okay right off the bat you're like okay if anything's wrong it's with this young girl because she looks different it's like something's yeah something's off about her but we kind of see her do some weird shit she takes a pigeon head off just a gross no it wasn't gross it wasn't pretty good. much my el- my shoulders were about touching my earlobes like the whole time yeah that's fair it was that's just fair. all yeah. right and so at some point the mom this was a weird thing that we both pointed out was very strange the mom like forced her to go to a high school party so this girl's like 13 right yeah. and her brother peter is got is at least 16 probably yeah. 17 stoner kid at a high school stoner kid in a high school has a crush on the not the most popular girl but the girl next door like yes but oddly hot but is quiet girl. right typical who is also crush. 420 friendly we Who's love to see also it 420 friendly um gets invited to a obviously like the popular guy's house that right is super modern like a house nice party and, super rich yeah, and rich. the mom forces her daughter to go with her 13 year old daughter she forces yes. her to go to this party the daughter doesn't want to obviously the, the son doesn't want her yeah to go, her to go right because nobody older nobody brother. wants nobody wants her at this party yes and the mom is already exhibited being extremely protective of this daughter so it's like i know so it's like, like what yeah, is going on died. but that's it's 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 just it's a weird situation but anyways they go to this party uh charlie the character not me yeah uh has a nut allergy and accidentally eats some nuts and she has an allergic reaction and on the way to the hospital peter is like driving like crazy trying to get her to the hospital he swerves the car to avoid like a deer or something and charlie had ran or put the window down because she couldn't breathe because she was having an allergic reaction trying to get air so she's leaning out the window and peter swerves from this deer over corrects and mm-hmm. he runs into a pole and charlie's head comes clean off sister's head i i even now talking about it i can like barely breathe i it's, was absolutely stunned. yeah it's one of those sequences where it's so like fast-paced that you find yourself just you cannot breathe because you're just you're it's, with the characters the whole also, time like, you assume that all the trailers all of the everything it was her face and you assume that is the main character of this movie and then in 30 minutes she's dead and i was like it was already a little witchy and stuff too so i was like charlie is she really dead and she's like yeah i'm like no i'm <laughs> serious like is i'm sure we have a recording I'm there's like are you positive that she, did she actually die and you're like yeah i'm like i don't fucking believe there's you. a great sound boy sound bite on there where her head comes off right and we don't really see her body because it cuts right to peter looking just absolutely stricken and he slams on the brakes whatever and there's a great sound bite of gretchen going no her fucking head came off <laughs> and then it goes and then immediately you're like she's still alive right <laughs> it's like no it's no Gretchen, she's not still alive her head came off it's so bad oh, it's God. so bad
And I knew. She's gotta. Did you just say, does she live? Yeah. Bruh. Did her whole ass head fall Her off? whole ass head came off. She dies? It's been like 30 minutes. Yeah. Threw me for a loop. And I think it was after that, you, God, the, the kid, the poor kid just drove home. And mm-hmm. he left the head and drove home with the body. Yep. And after the mom discovering the body yeah. and, dying and the funeral and how much she was just screaming. Absolutely. Like, out of body right screaming. after that, Charlie was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And I was like, <laughs> thank fuck. And she went downstairs, went to the bathroom, and I put my hands on top of my head. I'm doing yeah. the same thing right now because I guess when I'm fucking stressed out, I put my hands on top of my head. Just get some air And I walked in circles in the living room until yeah. you came back upstairs. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my god. It's, it's an intense, like... And that's just basically the setup of the movie. That's basically just the premise. Like, that's... And now, like, we're talking so intensely about this, and that part is almost an afterthought yeah it is because the rest of the movie is so fucked up after that that it's like ah this is how it starts yes we're at okay so quick cut to the end not spoiling anything from the end but afterwards i was like jesus christ that was the worst thing i've ever seen but that was a fucking amazing movie yes and like right now we're talking about this tiny scene we're saying is insignificant and we've just been talking about for 15 minutes that's where you're like god damn this was an amazing movie right like that is just masterfully I'm, done i'm physically having the same reaction <laughs> i had when we were watching this movie right yeah, now it's and we're just talking it's about just it. yeah it's really jarring but anyway so like we said uh peter drives the body home he leaves the head and we get a really horrible sequence of just the mom just screaming agony just absolutely screaming oh my god not good uh, also introductions we're both theater people we are both theater people in very different ways i would say very different ways you're more of a participant yes i was i was a wholly immersed for mom this is nothing on you if you're listening fully immersed as a child and growing up through high school and then once i got to college i was kind of like try not to do that and I was the one that, like, discovered it in, like, middle school by listening to, watching the Les Mis movie, actually, mm-hmm. in theaters, sobbing in the movie theater in public, no shame, and then just, like, falling down the rabbit hole. Never really, like, I did the musicals in high school, but I never mm-hmm. was, like, the lead, you mm-hmm. know, um, but I just, I just admire it from mm-hmm. afar, and I know a lot of the songs, but, so. Yeah, that's the, where the Venn, one of the things in the Venn diagram of Charlie and I That'd be a very interesting Venn diagram. Ooh, we should do that. Hey, we should do that. <laughs> hey, um, check out our side podcast. We should do that. I feel like that'd be a great YouTube channel. Hey, we should do that. No, Charlie, seriously, we should do a Venn diagram of that. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. That'd be very interesting to see. We'd need a really big whiteboard. We would need a big one. I have one downstairs, but it's small. We've been talking about getting a whiteboard. We have been talking about getting a whiteboard. We could do it. Anyway. Anyways, uh, back to one of the best and worst movies we've ever seen. Worst movie. Is that what you just said? One of the best of the worst movies we've ever seen. God, we're so cute. <laughs> we're so cute. Okay. Um, where were we? Okay, so he drives the body home. The mom's in agony, screaming. Agony. Horrible Absolutely. shot of the head on the side of the road. Awful. Oh, Gretchen, God, take it from there. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're the one supposed to be doing this recap oh yeah sorry 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 so yeah head on the side of the road absolutely disgusting so terrible um the oh god her mom screaming just felt terrible like i literally felt it in my gut um and then oh my god what do i remember next uh so the mom makes like miniatures mm-hmm. which we actually discussed <laughs> yeah because charlie's like what the fuck do people actually do these and then we're like uh i think i mean I, museums we're talking about nine of the museum yeah the two little gay guys on that one yeah yeah they're miniatures so, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they are <laughs> yeah. So, we, so she makes miniatures or like like uh, you know, Zoolander, when at the end, where it's he like, a like wants to school ants. for reading, he goes, what, is this a school for ants? Yeah. Like, imagine that. She does that. Um, But then she starts making, like, we'd already kind of seen some sets that were a little sketch, but then she, like, remade the scene of the accident where her daughter died. Mm-hmm. And then starts making other really, really weird shit. Yes, she does. Meanwhile, Peter is just in school oh, like god. nothing ever oh, happened oh my god <laughs> he they sent him back to public school he accidentally completely accidentally killed his sister and he just went back to school yep like went back to fucking boring ass history class with this girl he had a crush on yep. and his friends that want to smoke weed although ooh his friends are his friends are really good his people friends are great people he there was a scene they were under the bleachers they were smoking out of like a, they were smoking a joint or smoking a bong or something i don't remember and he starts having a panic attack mm-hmm. because he went through a horribly traumatic experience right. and his friends literally just sat there and they freaking held his hand i was gonna say and they were like it's gonna be a, like they were there for him that's a amazing. that's another thing we discussed about this movie was that it was a really nice portrayal of teenagers like it was yes. really realistic very realistic. it wasn't like you know your euphoria or something where these kids are acting like they're you know 20 something like right. drug addicts like they were actually like also still Absolutely. We love euphoria. euphoria. Nothing against euphoria. It's, it's got its place. That yes. It was, and even though I made fun of like rich guys' house, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, but the people like they were actually which, like <laughs> which reminds me of one of actually I might I'm gonna save that for my favorite moments when we get done with the recap because I have a very like very favorite moment from that party scene that we talked about. So I'm sure you'll remember it when I bring it up, but I'll save that for the favorites. Okay, oh so, so um, Peter's he's just back through, in school. He, he's just <laughs> literally going through it. Yes, yeah. so intensely. Um, the mom goes to a support group. Yes, for the death. Well, she initially had gone to one when her mom died. Yes, and then she started to go back because her like three weeks later her mm-hmm. daughter died. Right, and then uh, <laughs> Joanne. Her name is not Joanne. Her name is not Joanne, but we thought it was for a we good really chunk of this movie. Her name is Joanne. Um, just happens to go tap, tap, tap on the car window, and she goes, hey, what's up, girl? Uh, my son died. And she's like, oh, my God, my daughter died, and my mom. She's like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. Do you want to hang out? And she's like, eh, I don't know. And Joanne's like, no, please, here's my number. Here's my number. And um, Anne or Annie or... Um, Both. We should maybe tell you now. Nothing that we're telling you is going to be probably accurate. I mess up names all the time. Charlie just learns to know what I mean by yes. mess up names. Yeah. Which ends up just becoming the names of the characters. So please. AKA, we call Damon from House of the Dragon Matt Damon. 
because we could not think of his name for a long time. But his name's Damon, and it's Matt Smith, so obviously it's Matt Damon. So obviously he's Matt Damon. Duh. We thought that made total sense until we accidentally said it in front of our third roommate, Brandon. Yeah, and he and looked he at us like, like we were stupid. And we're like, it's um, like we, literally, we looked at him like, what do you mean? It was like, he looked at us like we were stupid, and, and we, we looked, looked at him, at him like he was like, stupid. Yeah. And, <laughs> it was super um, fun. We were all right in the end. We were all right in the end. So it's it, we all still live together. It's fine. Um, but, uh, back to yeah, so Joanne. Yes, and tries to befriend Annie or Anna or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she, Anna's like, oh my god, I don't know. And then she's like, fine, I'll call her. So she goes over and they're like, oh my god, we're bonding over yep. all this stuff. You are my supportive friend and all this. She like makes doormats. She makes she makes doormats like her like her mom did. Although also like like her mom did. I was gonna say I'm I'm kind of thinking I'm just now realizing. The mom probably made that one for Joanne. Yeah. We're getting ahead of ourselves. See, now I'm like, I want to watch it again to look up for that stuff, but then you would be watching it a third time. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mentally ready for that, so. No. We'll uh, do a recap in five years. Okay, great, cool. We'll revisit. So yeah, so they're friends. Um, and then, I feel like everything wasn't chill, but it kind of felt like everything was chill for a little bit. It was chilling out. It we also out. we also learn about um, Anne or Annie's uh, sleepwalking problem through a memory that yes. she tells Joanne about how she was quote unquote sleepwalking one time and mm-hmm. she woke up in her children's room and they were covered in paint thinner and she was covered in paint thinner and she woke herself up by striking a match. So we kind of start to see that there is something creepy going on with Anne yes. and that she's not the doting mother that she wants to seem to be. Correct. And the bad lighting doesn't help. The bad lighting does not help. She no. looks very scary like she wants to kill you always. Yes. And I guess uh, we should probably backtrack also and say that Anne's, or whatever her name is, mother was also kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we start to discover she's in like this weird culty kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that she was kind of insane, and the mom's kind of insane, and it seems like it might be um, hereditary. Hereditary, oh my god! Another great soundbite was when Gretchen made that discovery for the first time, and she was totally innocent. Just like, wait, her mom was crazy? Wait, is she crazy? Wait! And I said, it's almost like it's hereditary. Gretchen was gone just <laughs> lost uh, he had to maybe expect something like this would happen with the history in her family right is that why it's called hereditary oh because i was just gonna say hereditary? it's almost like it's hereditary <laughs> good job gretchen thanks you figured it out she just lost it oh. we could not stop laughing after yeah, that one was, oh. So good. So silly. So silly. So, so yeah, everything like seems kind of, sort of, maybe chill. Then, at one point, we get this weird flyer in the mail at the house about a people about a seance about some seance, and we're like, yeah, okay, it's probably gonna get trashed. But then, fucking Joanne, Joni, whatever, Joanne, whatever. She's like, oh my god, sign me up, Anna. Listen to me right now. 
I just sat in a room, and you won't believe me, but I talked to my grandson. It was crazy. And she's like, no way. And then somehow, I feel like Jordan kind of kidnapped her. Yeah, we don't, I don't know if we didn't see it or if I just didn't see it, but yeah, like, she ends up and, at Joanne's place. Or whatever seemed like very not into it. And then all of a sudden, she gave a great place. bullshit look, if you remember. Oh <laughs> she gave a great God. facial expression. Because, oh, <laughs> oh my God, Joanne was like, uh, she, she was like, like and, and I, I know that that fake smile, and, and it was just like, like a, a <laughs> I'm smelling fucking. Shit it was right a stank smile. It's another one. It's another thing that made the movie so realistic. It was such an expression that you don't see in movies. Yeah, but you only see in real so life. Where you're yeah, getting, yeah, you're like, you're my friend, but you're talking fucking. Shit yeah, right now. shout out bullshit. to that actress who we did look up, and I do not remember her name, but she really killed that moment. That was very funny. It was so good. So somehow Joanne kidnaps her mm-hmm. and gets her to her house. Uh, whatever. And they said, <laughs> It's not important. Whatever. <laughs> and, and she's like doing all the seance and shit. And then, oh, my God. And she feels her. And, and Anne is freaking out. Yeah. And she is having a full-blown panic anxiety right. attack. From, like, she, like, kind of felt brushed by something. Mm-hmm. And, Well, like, in the shot, like, her hair moves. Her, her hair, hair is, like, like parallel moves. to her head. And then Joanne's, like, making him write on the chalkboard, which I still argue that that was a demon and not a child that yep. may have been proven right. However, that handwriting was way too good. To <laughs> Gretchen was really sleuthing it out. She was like, that handwriting is way too neat to be a it's, seven-year-old. It has to be a demon. It has to. <laughs> that, that was the indicator that it was a demon. Not the sketchy seance. Not the hair moving yeah, or the I glass mean, I moving. Thinning. I mean, I feel like you can feel the presence of people that you act, like souls you actually care about. But like, no. Mm. Six-year-old boy does not have handwriting like that. That's a demon. All right. Anyway, so uh, she's freaking out again with intense lighting on her. So it's just even scarier to watch. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, and she freaks out to the point that Joanne's finally like, oh, goddamn, she's having a panic attack. Yeah. And is like, oh, calm down, calm down. And she's like, I got to leave. And then Joanne's like, here's my fucking candle. And here's a book. Read this shit. Burn this candle. You'll believe me. Yep. And would you believe it? Uh, she did. She does do that. She does do that. In one of, again, one of the scariest sequences Ooh. I've seen where. Is that the ant one? Ah, uh, I actually don't remember if that was at this one. I thought this was the one. Missy just scared me talking about this. <laughs> Brandon's cat ran out of the hallway. And even just talking about the shit makes me so jumpy that I was like. <gasps> but anyways, um, I thought this was the part where she tries that seance and she tries to get Peter and them into it. Maybe she does dream first. Yeah, I think she, she does. She wakes Peter up and it, she's right. like right in front of his face, all creepy and stuff. And she's all frantic. She's like, hey, you gotta wake up, you gotta wake up. No, and I was I like, if my... One because I'm pretty sure the aunt one, she was like, remember she was standing at the end of his bed and again, yeah. creepy lighting. But I she think... Had like the most horrified, like, scream. Yeah, and then it like and then cut away. Up and he was like, but remember and then but remember then they kept talking and she was like i wish i never had you so i think it was the same thing it might have been because then she like jumped on him and like hugged him weird on right and then she like and then i think when she had that abortion talk um with him like i never wanted you whatever in the dream Mm -hmm. that i think then she does wake up and she's in her room and she goes to his room sees he's still sleeping and that's when she gets all frantic and trying to wake him up and getting all up in his face which i said 
if my, even if it was my mother who was trying to wake me up that way, I would wake up swinging. Like, do not get that close to my face. That close to my face. No, wake me up. Absolutely not. I just when you said that, imagine my mom waking me up that close to my face. That frantic. Even even my boyfriend Luke, who I'm kind of a pill in the morning. (laughs) He has to be a little creative waking up sometimes. He would get socked. Yeah, he was that close to my face and shaking and like. Yep. Nope. And then. so she grabs peter and then she grabs her husband in much the same way she gets up in his grill and is just shaking him shaking him shaking him she's like we're gonna try something we're gonna try something we're gonna try something together it's like ma'am chill the fuck out and she'd already already like destroyed her entire studio and like she'd already been kind of acting crazy and basically the whole entire time Charlie's like, I do not understand why this is a problem. Why have you not taken her to the hospital? Yeah, the whole time I was like, this whole movie could have been avoided if someone just put this lady in a goddamn psych ward. Like, it would have been, like, a non-issue, honestly. Like, and the whole time, every I'm a horrible person to watch horror movies with because the whole time I'm like, this just would not, I just simply would not allow this to happen to me. Like, I would just remove myself from the situation. And the whole time I was like, if she was my wife, like, it would be instantaneous as soon as i love you honey but you you gotta go as soon as i saw the miniature of our daughter's like headless body death scene i would be like all right sweetie we're we're gonna go we're gonna go see the nice doctor like and you're gonna get like a straight jacket or something i don't know but i was like absolutely not and then you're waking me up in the middle of the night an inch from my face frantic to get me downstairs to watch you try and do a seance? And I think the, the fuck not. Before, she freaking screamed at her son. Horrible, horrible Yeah, things. that like, horrible argument. Terrible, terrible argument. The dad, honestly, I feel like we had said this during the recording as well, but, like, initially, the da- I was like, the dad's kind of seems kind of distant. Like, he's just kind of like, eh, you know, sit on the couch, give me a beer kind of dad. But then I was like, God damn this man has been through so much mm-hmm. like he also he lost the mother-in-law which like good or bad lost his daughter horrible and is protecting his son from his crazy wife who he wants to support because he loves her but she's fucking psycho right like he's still going, going to work every day like he really he really put it in he was trying and then we're skipping a hell of a bit head a little right bit. so believe it or not though go ahead he gets burned Alive. he does get burned alive yep. it's very sad very horrific fashion um it's just horrible that poor dad justice for the dad Ooh, yeah i wish we could remember his name this is for the dad yeah i truly don't even know if it was mentioned but Aww. yeah you're right we're getting ahead of ourselves so we're back so she's gets she gets peter and her husband and she tries to perform the seance to yeah. reach charlie and it works she does success she well succeeds. she reaches someone something someone something Something moves the th- glass and breaks some shit and Peter whatever. is sobbing the whole time, which, again, very oh, realistic, God. but absolutely horrible to watch. And Okay, so, and the guy that played Peter, he was in Fault in Our Stars. Oh? I'm pretty sure he I was... I did not know this. I have to look it up as we're talking about it, but I, I'm pretty sure he was, um... He the blind guy he was like a guy in oh the he might have been the blind guy i think he was the blind guy in the support group that dated the like really hot girl that mm-hmm. then like broke his heart you right know? pretty sure it was him and then i feel like there was something else i had seen him in as well but he's always he's been these like great 
like characters, but kind of like sub characters where you're like, oh, I think I recognize him. Oh my god, he fucking killed it in this movie. Hang on, hang on. Alex Wolf of the Wolf Brothers of the Naked Brothers Band? What? what? I did not know that was him. What? It's wait, him. Wait, 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 it's wait, wait, wait. him. He played the little brother in the Naked Brothers Band. What the fuck? Alex Wolf? Yes. His very first credit is the Naked Brothers Band. What the actual fuck? I don't think he was in the Faulkner Stars, though. I could be wrong. I'm not seeing it on his uh, on his list. He was in Thoroughbreds. Who am I thinking of then? Uh, I don't know. The dude from the Faulkner Stars, I guess. Thank you, Charlie. That was really helpful. You're very welcome. I live to serve. That is absolutely wild. I would never have guessed that in a million years. Good for that kid, though. Like, damn. I mean, okay, you're thinking well, of Matt Wolf, who is his older brother, Shut who was up, also up, in the no. Naked Brothers band. No. Oh my god! No, I'm not. Yes, no. you are. Look up the Fault in Our oh Stars cast. He's in it. God. He is in it. That is fucking wild. <laughs> what the fuck? This is why we started a podcast for these moments. Because we would have these moments so often. We're like, God damn, I wish that was recorded. And then all of a sudden one day we're like, well, let's fucking record it. Oh my. Okay, so we're both right. We're both right. Jesus. Absolutely wild. Congratulations to the, the brothers. brothers. Yeah. I mean, stand up job. Literally no one would have thought. Good for you guys for sticking it to the man, I guess. Like Jeez. That because, is wild. Because uh freaking now I have to go back with my thing and remember his name. Alex Wolf. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about the whole time during the seance, he was just bawling. Yes. Um like I thought I'd seen him like kind of sub actors and things. He just, just blew me away the whole yep. time because like in the classroom scenes where he was just fucking losing it because he's mm-hmm. gotten this horrible situation and his mom is performing the seance which and a lot of times they're like ooh or like oh my god i'm kind of scared he was bawling his eyes out yep. because he was fucking scared and yep. it was so realistic and it was like so authentic mm-hmm. and it, he wasn't trying to be a tough guy he wasn't like he wasn't even playing it confused he was just he was absolutely just, terrified oh. of what was happening to his mother and it was really hard to watch but it was really yeah. refreshing it was a good performance because, like the dad would i mean i guess acted like maybe you normally would in a movie like that or right. maybe like how a, they normally would but like oh my god it was just truly like mm-hmm. i am so lost i have no idea what's going on so many horrible things have happened i'm not being supported like i just can't right to lose it. like i just have to constantly yeah oh great performance so by former god. member of the naked brothers band <laughs> what a great show did you ever watch that show no. I watched it as a kid. Hey, um, we should watch it. Oh, I don't know if we should. <laughs> I d- it barely held up back then. I don't think it would hold up now. Uh, Anyways. What the fuck? He's a voice on from Up on Poppy Hill, which is a Studio Ghibli movie. Cool. I think his little brother is, too. I think Alex is. Crazy. The Wolf Brothers. Anyways. The talent of a generation. Um, where were we? So they do this seance, and Peter's freaking out. freaking out. Everybody's freaking out. Yeah, you're right. And then, like, some... The thing breaks, like, a cabinet, and they're like, ah! And then, it possesses the mom. Oh my... Oh my god. 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 
because you're like, okay, everything's chill. It broke the cabinet. It's pissed. Sure. And everybody's like standing there. So it's on the dad and the and Peter and the mom. I like that we only know Peter's name. <laughs> the dad and the mom and Peter. The dad and the mom and Peter. And the mom's in the middle. And they're like standing there kind of frozen, horrified. And then the mom does this weird fucking creepy thing where she's like doing the wave, but with her body vertically. <laughs> And does the creepy wait, 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 wait. You can't just say that and then just move. She's doing the wave yeah. creepily with her body vertically. Yeah. There are so many descriptions for that. I just no, wanna okay. I just wanna sit with that. It makes okay, sense. Okay. Yeah, I just wanna sit okay, with so that. She's doing the wave with her body. Creepily. And I don't want you to be like doing something like trying to go horizontally, so it's vertically, yeah. but it's in a really fucking creepy way. <laughs> okay. Yes, because remember the light the and light the comes light, into her. Again, the light. She just looks so scary. So she yes. does this thing. But it like only takes a couple seconds. So you're yep. like, okay, is she just being weird again? Or like was that a thing? Like I just didn't think it was a thing. I'm like, that was gross. <laughs> I think we probably were recording with that me being like gross. <laughs> well, yeah. Gross. Why you did do. you do that? That was disgusting. Yeah. Don't do that again. Thank you. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, oh shit, she got possessed. That's why she did that disgusting thing. Because everything was like kind of normal. And then mom is like Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I have this journal. It's the journal that Charlie used to draw on all the time. And now it's only pictures of Peter. And it's really just the worst drawing of a boy like that a five-year-old would do with like the kind of like like cartoon skeleton looking head with like a little smile and like seven lines for hair or something. But as X is through his eyes, she's like, oh my god, it's Peter, oh my god. And she's like, you have to burn this book. Because the first time she tried to burn it, it burned her arm. Yeah, whatever. So she's arguing with her husband. Peter's freaking out in another room. She's already done the weird wavy thing. She's already I think you're you're mixing up two different scenes. So when she gets possessed the first time, that's when she starts using Charlie's voice. <gasps> oh, I forgot! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Oh, wait, you're totally right. Yes. So, so when Anne does this creepy vertical wave through her body for the first time, she a light kind of goes into her, and she starts. She seems to forget where she is. She's asking, "Where am I? Why is everyone here? Why is everyone scared?" Like like it truly. I would be curious to see like anybody that has DID if they were to watch that because from what I've seen, like videos of people going through, uh, like or going from one personality to another with DID, it looked a lot like what she did. Like that was looked pretty spot on. And then all of a sudden she was like, looked like a scared little kid. Yes. And Which she was calling the whole time, Mommy, Mommy, where are you? And oh then when God. Peter or the dad... One thing if it was her voice. Yeah. And it just seems like it was her normal voice, her normal body, and she just thought she was this kid. But it was literally a... Not her voice. Children's voice. Yeah. Like, Char... Not even... I don't even know like if Charlie. it was Charlie's. I would be interested to see if that was actually I would, too. Because it didn't really sound like it. It sounded it was, very young, it though. It was a, a little kid's voice. Yeah. It was so so terrifying to hear yep. that coming from a grown woman a grown woman with that lighting that makes her look really 
makes me look really scared. But yeah, so obviously Peter freaks this out. This is their drinking challenge. Every time we talk about the bad lighting, we have to <laughs> But uh, Peter obviously freaks out. The dad grabs a vase of water and he dumps it on her head and that kind of shakes her out of it. And yeah, she's kind of back like, out oh of it. Oh my God. Yeah, she's why like, why did you, did you do that? that? It's like, that bitch, was, you. What the fuck? We were just trying to do the <laughs> and, 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 like, and you ruined it. And he's literally like motions to Peter and is like, a fucking look yeah like he's freaking like out you're terrifying him. we should him. probably take him to the hospital but i'm just pointing at him like yeah the heart palpitating it's yeah it's really horrible and she's like oh my god i can't believe you did that yeah i don't even know what happens immediately after that because that scene is just so like heart-wrenching to watch that it's and it's just terrifying at Ugh. the same time that I, I don't even know what happens next, but I, yeah. I'm guessing we probably see Peter in school again. I don't know. Probably, I don't know. Is that when he freaking banged his head on the desk? Uh, it might be because I think, yeah, because the time, the timeline is that so he's sitting outside at lunch, right? And he looks across the street and he sees Joanne or Joni yes. and she starts screaming at him, she's which like, is terrifying. You can't really hear her, but she's yeah. like karen pointing screaming like yep. upset and about it's fucking something. it seems like nobody else can see or hear her except yeah. for him which is horrible because oh. he's surrounded by people and nobody is paying any attention to him like freaking out at this and lady over the course of the last 30 minutes the dark bags under his eyes have yeah. grown substantially and his eyes are so like he just looks he's got the thousand yard stare that is just he just horrible torn apart yes and so again props to the wolf brothers yeah good for you guys you guys really figured out acting um but he so we see that and then i think right after that we go we cut back to him in a classroom and he looks he sees this weird light there's this weird light thing that it's kind of throughout the movie it keeps appearing it's it's kind of like when the sun catches your watch right or something and it it projects it because the up until like much much later in the movie i assumed that was a good thing right it's a very it's like it's a really bright light very very esque light very soft like but direct and you think like oh this seems like a good thing right and then you're like oh this actually is like a really bad thing right so like in the classroom scene it directs him to look um kind of across the aisle there's like a cabinet like a glass cabinet or something next to his desk and he looks across at his reflection and he stares at it for a couple seconds and as he's staring at it his reflection starts to smile at him and he's not smiling Mm -hmm. and he freaks out obviously he starts to panic and then he is that where he calls his dad to take him home and his dad calls his mom i can't remember because there's yeah was that the first time yeah then i don't remember when the second time was the was second the time second was with the choking and the third time was the banging his head on the desk i don't know when he choked peter just struggles in school he really does he's literally sitting at the you know remember those shitty desks that it was like all metal mm-hmm. and i don't even know what the like backing in the seat was made of just plastic i think and it was like dark blue and then yep. the desk was the weird Wood. shape with like the freaking sandy looking color yep and th- poor peter freaked out and like scrambled out of that which totally hit his dick and probably hurt probably then he also choked in the middle of class where his like face was all fucked up and got kind of lifted out of the shitty desk oh that's one where he slams his head on and the then desk. he fucking slams his head multiple times well remember remember his arm shoots <laughs> up and is so his arm one of his arms like literally just shoots straight up in the air and his hand does this weird it looks like, like it's cramping freaky twisty thing. it's so strange and then his head starts slamming into the desk until he literally breaks his nose and then he 
kind of shakes himself out of it and ends up, you know, whatever, um, falling back. And we see his dad had to come pick him up and his dad is absolutely pissed at this point. So while this had all been happening, Anne was doing research through her mother's <gasps> items yes. and she found a couple books about the occult and she mm-hmm. finds a passage about a demon called Paimon or Paimon. I think it's Paimon. P-A-I-M-O-N. Um, I think it's Payman. There's a lot of passages about all that kind of stuff. And she kind of comes to the realization that her mother was in a cult dedicated to Payman, who was one of the kings of hell or something like that. Yeah. Some weird horror movie jargon. Anyway, she she realizes all this. She comes to the realization that she was not talking to Charlie. She was probably talking to Payman mm-hmm. during the seance. And she realizes that her mother, the grandmother whose funeral we were at first, um, had been trying to bring Payman back. And we realize that through that, she probably killed her own son, Anne's brother, who uh, we heard earlier in the movie had killed himself in his mother's yes. room. So we assume that that was kind of attributed to the cult activity. We also find out that um, the grandmother was obsessed with Anne's children. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anne had, when she found out she was pregnant with Peter, mm-hmm. she had completely cut off ties with her mom yep. and like did not talk to her for all of peter growing up yep. and this like god of hell that they're worshiping means a male host and so yes. the grandmother didn't have access to a young male child in her lineage to groom so then when charlie came around they had made a comment like she hoped that i was a boy yep or something because then the grandmother was back in their lives and yep. she like groomed charlie even though she had a girl's body yep to basically host payment for a time and they yeah so that's basically all we find out up to that point right and then peter comes home with his dad who had to pick him up from school because he broke his nose on his Mm -hmm. desk and And he was like passed out like yeah he was upstairs and he was asleep we're assuming he came home from a hospital or something because his nose was all taped up so he's probably on some really heavy drugs um so he goes up to his room to go to sleep and the mom like accosts the dad and is like you have to present yeah like and she of course does the movie trope where she doesn't really explain she just says this is what you need to do right now our son is in danger and just like and i think i had commented like she was so upset and she's just like crying and saying please 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 and it but that too seemed very genuine where you're like so like i've had experiences with you know boyfriends in the past if they're like or like breaking up and i didn't want to break up and you're or like with your mom and you're upset you can't do something mm-hmm. and you're like crying and just begging and thinking that it'll change their mind and when we were watching it i was like god she's being so annoying but then i was like well i mean my mom was super annoyed when i would right. do that but all in that emotional state you just can't help but you just hope that they'll change their right. mind and you can't stop berating them right and so she's begging the dad to burn charlie's sketchbook basically because yeah. she believes that that will kill whatever curse they're right. under right but now she also thinks it's gonna engulf her in flames because she had tried to burn it previously and she and had, right yep. where it was burning on the edge her arm started catching on fire yes. so she's like i can't do it because i you know human survival instinct right and so she's like you have to do you it for me and like so- douses it in uh accelerant i don't know what it was gas of some sort so he agrees and he goes to throw it in the fire Something else happens. I don't remember what. He changes his mind. He, he does. He was like about to do it. And then he was like, you're crazy. Now yeah. I'm going to take you to the hospital. Now. Right before finally. I this one thing that you were so desperate for me to do. Yeah. Now I'm going to take you to the hospital. Jesus Christ. So then Anne loses her shit. 
and okay. she grabs a book mm. and she tosses it in the fire. She's like, "Fucking a!" Which do it myself. I would be interested. Again, I won't need to. I won't watch it again with you. I need you to watch it a third time. But I would be interested to watch that scene again or watch it up till now and see when she actually kind of went crazy. Yeah. Because even at this point, she still seems like. Even though she's a terrible mother, she's still trying to protect her. See, kids. after having watched it twice, I think, yeah, we can probably go over this now because it's a recap. But I think when she was possessed by Charlie and she started saying, Mommy, like, where am I? And she was freaking them all out. I don't think she ever actually came back from that. Oh. I don't think the water actually did anything. did anything. I think she was being possessed by payment at that point mm. and that he was in her the whole time and that he knew exactly what would happen when she threw that book in the fire yeah yeah because if you watch it back there's I mean, really that's the only like sign of possession really that there was right because yeah. i mean they talked about her sleepwalking and whatever but yeah. i think he like let her mind have control for little bits for and little pieces bit. so that she yeah. wouldn't get suspicious but then, yeah, right there, right when the dad refuses, that's that, when it just that's snaps. When every, yeah, and everything is like, she is full blown. Yep, that's when... Not the, herself. This is when we're in the crazy last half hour of the movie, yeah. is right at this moment when she grabs the book back from him, throws it in the fire. It's fueled with accelerant. Yep. She thinks she's going to burn alive. She throws it in the fire. Dad absolutely combusts. Yep, catches immediately on fire, fully engulfed, fully. and dies right there on the spot basically yeah. um does anne freak out i feel like i was crazy. trying to remember that too i don't remember what her reaction is i feel like i thought i remembered her being horrified probably her face so probably was i think you're if- right i think she does and then the light comes and she goes completely calm mm-hmm. i think that's what happens because then we cut do we cut to peter in his think, room and he wakes up yeah because then he wakes then, up it's like dark it's dark and we get a wide shot of him in his room it fell into the Kleenex box. <laughs> oh my god. Did I tell you about uh, when I had been looking for my AirPods and Brandon was sitting out here and I was like, I can't find my AirPods. I don't know where they are. They never leave the house really. Like, they're only in so many spots. And then um, we were sitting here like later in the day and Brandon reached for a tissue. It was the last one. He pulled it out and he went to his check if there were more and then he was like, yeah, hey, I found your AirPods because <laughs> they were in the digibox. I literally saw that lighter slide from your bong or whatever into the Kleenex box, and I was like, "Wow, what a great catch!" It's a nice little basket. I, like I kind of watched that too, but when I realized it wasn't going to fall on the ground, I was like, "Now." Nah, <laughs> we'll let Gretchen rip one real quick. <laughs> Is that picking it up? No. No, it just sounds like I'm talking to myself right now. Must bong louder. I must bong louder. So yeah, so Peter wakes up. Peter wakes up. It's a wide shot of him in his bedroom. He's sitting on his bed, and up in the corner. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! He sits up, and this is where like, oh my god, we had a kind like a smaller TV before. Yeah. And then our roommate Brandon got like a what is like fifty-five. It's like a fifty-eight inch TV. Inch TV. And, and I kept, kept asking Charlie, do you want to turn the lights down? Because, because I was like, like, I know there's going to be creepy shit in the corner. And she's like, nope. Absolutely and so he sits not. up. 
it's wide shot. It's like him sitting up in the bed, and you see in the fucking corner, you're like, oh, maybe that's just like a tapestry. That's a weird place for a tapestry. There wouldn't be a window or a curtain. There, holy fuck, that's a person. There's a person up in the corner, yep. spider monkey. In it's the mom, and she's really the doing like mom. she's literally doing like the Spider Man, like in the corner, like yeah. leg up, hands against the wall, like holding and herself up. She's wearing like pajamas like, or something pajama, like white pajamas so it's like nothing and then like just kind of like weird like humanoid white blobs right and you can't really see her face because she is in the background she's blurred kind of because it's focused on peter yeah so you just see her in the background and it is dead quiet there's there no movement there's nothing like probably the next five minutes of film of him walking through the house and like trying to figure out where his parents are mm-hmm. where there were so many scenes where she was in a really weird spot in the corner, but it would be like, Brand- I think at that point, Brandon had come out and joined yep. us, and one of you guys would be like, or like one of us would be like, oh my God, I see her. And then the rest of us are searching, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, what yep. the fuck? I didn't even notice that she was like right there. Right. So Peter sits in his room for a hot second, and his mom is just watching him. Just watching. Dead silent, dead still. It is the creepiest. It's, that is what really fucked me up when I watched it by myself, because I was like, I even just talking about it now it gives me such a sense of unease that mm-hmm. I like I cannot shake like it makes me sick to my stomach <laughs> to yeah. think about it and I just hate it so much but he finally gets up and he decides well actually <laughs> so first so when he's still sitting on his bed right we get the sense that he feels something is in the room with him so he checks over the shoulder closest to his mom up in the corner he checks over his shoulder and while he does that she like army crawls through the air oh behind him through like, the doorway and it's, it's supposed so to be scary it's supposed, it's supposed to be, be scary, scary but um <laughs> as you will hear many more times on this podcast we like we door dash shitty food when we do yeah, we do so our taco bell order had just showed up so charlie like i was getting up to get the door and it was still playing brandon who does not really like scary movies was actually watching and freaks out. Actually, Brandon and Charlie both kind of. Well, no, because I was watching you get the food and yes, you were getting and the food. Brandon was freaked out and I, we were both like, wait, 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 we gotta go back. What happened? So then we sit down. So then we're looking for the creepy thing, and it looks like like let's say you take a fifty-six year old woman, you stick her in the deep end of a pool with some good lighting, and you film her. Like crawling along the bottom like of the pool or something. Swimming. Yeah, you know, like, like turtle like swimming. Arms, That's a good one. Arms and legs at the same time, <laughs> and then you make it. You just cu- cut out the woman doing that, and you speed it up, and you put it in the background of a creepy movie. <laughs> what? Looking for it? It was the stupidest thing. Yep. Ever seen. But then, but then we got random. We all defensive because it freaked him yeah. out so bad. He's like, "But when you're not looking for him, we're like, we, we yeah." But also, it was goofy as hell. It was definitely something you were just supposed to catch out of the corner of your eye but when you're staring dead on on it you're like what the fuck is she doing oh my god it was so i would love to know how they edited it would have it would have looked less ridiculous if she had just like stuck her arm out like superman and like flew to the bottom or like like you know when uh in movies like this when like possessed people run abnormally fast fast. yeah if she had just done that behind him just like run and like be creepy fast but quiet yeah oh oh even just you saying that just it gives me so much unease i hate it 
But anyway, so she does that. Quiet. Do we get anything quiet? Just do everything loudly, please. <laughs> but she she does that behind him, and he obviously quickly turns a second too late the other way, and he misses her. He doesn't see it. But he gets up and he starts to walk down the hallway, and he's going and he makes it down to the family room where the fireplace was and he sees his dad's burnt body yes and, we, and she is in the very corner again yep. high ceiling living room fucking up in the corner like a freaking stupid spider yep and quiet yep and it's horrible because we are focused on peter's reaction because the camera is basically it's almost from the point of view of the dead body which is interesting because it's looking up at him interesting shots because they do yeah you talked about that when um when they were doing the, the seance, they were doing something, and even though the mom was talking, her back was to the camera. Yeah, and it was only on Peter and the dad's reaction. Yeah. So then it also prompted us to look in the background and see if things were happening, but nothing was. So we were just watching them like look at her like in disbelief and like it was bullshit. But the person, in fact, was speaking like you, we couldn't read her at all. Right, and it it really created a sense of like unease throughout yes. the movie, which is and crazy. Then, like, okay, you could be just close on peter's face but it was like on the body and he was just like also there in the scene right so it was like yeah it was like the camera was like down on the ground looking up at him and just past his shoulder you see her waiting in the corner in the living room and it is horribly unsetting we absolutely hate it and you expect that something's going to happen with the mom that she's going to come flying down at him or something and it fakes you out because the camera pans away from peter and her he checks over his older almost goes back to like as if the camera was below where the mom just was you're looking kind of like oh does it i think it did i think it looked towards kind sort of towards the fireplace and so then you see the other like the opposite corner from where she was so you're like okay she's gonna jump down from here so it's like imagine it's below her it was kind of on him then all of a sudden she runs from the opposite corner of the room out of the dark towards him well wait you're you're missing something so when it's looking up at her from the dead body yes it pans away from her to the other corner so adjacent so kind of along if she was on the back wall right it's along that same wall but it's the other corner and it pans to the doorway (laughs) okay and there's just a naked man standing in the doorway no i'm pretty sure you didn't because i remember we were like there's a naked man in the doorway yeah it happens there too i thought that that was no because remember remember. well because remember you were like who is that and i was like it's the dude from the funeral that was smiling at charlie oh was that this yeah because the two women are in the attic this is the man and he smiles at peter and that's when peter freaks out and then his mom comes running at him from the dark and that's what prompts him to run away down the hallway so anyways that happens happens. (laughs) and it's horrifying it's a horrifying sequence so peter runs down the hallway Mm -hmm. and he makes it to the attic door which was previously not open but it is now open and he runs up it his mother's chasing him he gets up and this is another heartbreaking like realistic moment he gets up he closes the door behind him and he hears pounding on the attic door and he's screaming mommy mommy please stop mommy stop and and like previously she he had heard she tried to abort him yeah well he didn't hear that remember that was her dream that was in her dream but she had also screamed at him at dinner yes she didn't actually want to have him he had already kind of thought that she he also had 
when we were talking about the paint thinner match thing. Yeah. Charlie doesn't really remember that, but Peter woke up in the middle of it and since then had resented her thinking she right. wanted to kill them. So they had a pretty strained relationship already. And, yeah, so then now for her to be acting absolutely psycho, he already didn't know how he felt about her. And then he's just like, Mommy, please. Like, yeah, he's like... just wants his mom. Right, and yeah, and it's really horrible and heartbreaking. And then it's cut with another... <laughs> We'll see how your audio was for that oh, whole section. Fuck me. I would have if I did that again. I didn't realize I I, I was, like, holding it here because I, I thought that was right. right. Oh, no. <laughs> Anywho, mic issues, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, I think it looks pretty good on here. But um, So, anyways, we come from this heartbreaking moment of Peter crying, sobbing, begging his mom to stop. And it pans down. So the attic door is one of those trap doors in the ceiling with the ladder that comes out. Mm-hmm. He had pulled it up behind him, so it's closed. You shouldn't be able to reach it from the ground. We panned up, and his mother is floating directly <gasps> underneath oh the attic. My. And we had been hearing this banging. We assumed it was her and fists. she was chasing him. So how the fuck did she get in the attic? Well, she didn't get in the attic. Well, she does later. But anyways... So she's underneath the attic oh, door and oh, she's crouched know. over, kind of oh hanging from the ceiling and she's banging on the door with her head. It's, oh my God, it's so creepy. Yes, okay, I, yeah, yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, so it's like up in the ceiling, she needs a hook to pull it down. You still hear the banging, goes down through the floorboard, so it's now her side, like in the hallway, and she is floated up to the ceiling and she's fucking banging her head on the ceiling, right. on the door. Gee, oh god, it was it's horrifying. Oh, and it went on, it, like it was it didn't go really on for fast, that long, but it went on for like two or three seconds longer than you wanted it to. And it was Again, so amazing directorial right. choice because you're like, okay, I get it, I see it now, and then it was like three more seconds of watching that, and you're like, oh god, yeah. Like, and it's it's really fast. It's really hard. It's like bang, 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 bang. Oh like god, it's it's so really horrific. aggressive. And, and then it just and then it and stops. I think then it just stops, and then it's right when it stops, it goes back to Peter. Yep. But there's no noise. There's no so noise. So then it just like she's done. Where is she? What's going? Yep. On? So he starts walking around the attic, and I'm just now realizing we missed kind of a big part of the plot, where the mom goes <gasps> oh up to the attic God. first before, before so much of this, before they even the seance. I think. No, 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 no. This was. I think that, um, I think that caught heard it. heard before so much of this before. Mm, thank you. You might hear that a couple times. I accidentally hit my Siri on my watch, and he he likes odd responses. He likes to listen to us. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. So this, so the mom went up to the attic right before she begged the dad to burn the diary or the sketchbook. Because when he got home from work, she was like, when he got home with Peter. She no, no, no. she asked him to go up and check to see. So the mom goes up and she finds a dead body yes. in the attic. We realize it's her mother. Yes, and there's this weird sigil that's also too. Right. At the very, very beginning, you'll see on the grandmother, on the mom, you see this really weird sigil. Yeah. And it's painted in, like, blood above a headless body. Right. And... Flies everywhere. Thing where after the grandmother was buried, the dad gets this call from the cemetery right. because her body had been her grave had been desecrated. Desecrated. I could never ever remember. And we never we don't find out what the desecration is until we get to this point where we see the grandmother's body. Goes up the attic. There's flies everywhere, and she's like, "Holy fuck! There's a headless body." And we kind of assume that that's kind of in her mental that she's you know just going crazy yeah. and she's just seeing this but then the dad comes home right dad comes home and she tells him to go check 
and he does. And he's like, I don't want to, but then he's like, fucking fine, I guess I'll do it. He goes up there, and then all of a sudden he's like, holy fuck, there's a dead body. Yeah, he also sees it, and he accuses her of desecrating, desecrating the grave. The and body. that's when she's like, no, she was in a cult. She tells him everything that she had learned, and then begs him to burn the burn sketchbook. The Yes. Then all the shit we already talked about. Then all the shit we already talked about happens. So she banged her head on the thing. Peter's now in the attic with yep. his supposed body. Right. And, oh, Jesus. We, like, watched this for a bit. Again, slow pace, quiet. Then Charlie or Brandon goes, ugh, you see the thing? And I go, I'm sorry, what? So we go back, and there's, like, three just naked people in the background as peter's in a dark attic yep. kind of looking around older people too old, like old, much much older like people like, you don't want to see naked not no offense to those naked. actors but honestly more power to you absolutely um but just naked in a creepy attic when your mom was just floating on the ceiling banging her head on the door no no but no. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah we see them just behind peter in like a and in like the darkest there, corner not moving the darkest corner yeah they're just standing there they're like smiling or they have peaceful expressions on their face it's really creepy but we see him looking towards what would be this altar that the mom and the dad had already seen and the body's gone right and it's just the weird sigil and then the captions are great at this point because it says something like tearing flesh and sawing noises and we are like what the fuck and you can hear it there's sawing it noises sounds, like, at first you're like that sounds well because it says tearing flesh because we we have to watch the subtitles because yep. we're um neurodivergent people yes and we appreciate subtitles we do so it goes tearing flesh and we're like is somebody eating somebody like i was thinking cannibalism so mm. then all of a sudden it pans up and then it's mom floating. floating in the air she's not i thought initially she was like hung herself she was just floating right and she had like a it's like a it was like a no it was a piano wire looking oh a piano wire around and she it wasn't even the front of her neck she had it like it was like scarf yeah it was like wrapped around and she was just freaking she was going away at it like it was going at her hands well at first she was going slow remember she's going like and then it started to speed up. And then Peter as yeah, as Peter is watching horrified, it starts going. And then and it's then eventually she's just aggressively like sawing her own head off. Her head off. Yes, and Peter freaks out as he should. And he starts to try to run away, and then the naked people run after him. Uh, I don't think they run after him. He launches himself through the window that was behind him. Yeah. Well, no, because I think the, then the naked people showed up behind him, and he freaked out, and then he launched yeah. himself out the window. That would make sense. But so then he's like out the window. Um, meanwhile, broken nose, land face first on the ground in the yeah. garden. Slowly gets up, gets well, oriented. Well, hang on. He's laying on the ground. Yeah. The light comes. And it collects into his body. And then he slowly stands up and has a very calm expression on his face. And he looks up and he sees this tree house that Charlie used to spend a lot of time in. Mm-hmm. And it's glowing. Mm-hmm. And he but, sees... Well, but he, you also hear the same noise we've been hearing, the... He already jumped out the window, and I think when he's like laying on the ground, it's quiet. You like hear it, and then it stops, and then you hear a thud of the body. Yes, you hear the thud afterwards because the mom has cut her head off. Right, and then you see her headless body floating up into the treehouse. Oh, Absolutely so, horrible. It's like 
that, that, that scene of her headless body floating down and out and up into the treehouse, initially I was like, oh, this is so corny. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if somebody had told me that happened, I'd be like, that would be the stupidest thing to watch ever. But with everything else, I was like, it was actually so scary it's just, and didn't seem cheeky and weird. It seemed yeah. genuinely real. And well, because it's like, it's like these little like tropes just pile up in such a way and it's such an unsettling vibe already that it's like well, like oh and this too it's like oh my god you know yeah. like, like okay so now she's cut her head off she's not just dead there her body's floating into this treehouse yeah then peter starts walking towards the treehouse right and he climbs up into the treehouse and then there's just a buttload of naked people <laughs> yep. uh joanne is there naked joanne is there they are all um doing some really good high quality yogi yep. bowing they're all bowing they're all bowing straight like on your calves mm-hmm. hands in front of you straight up bowing yep and then he's like walking slow and shit because the front you see all his blood and you see this really disgusting looking body which is grandma who's been long dead yep and is all black headless bowing at the front and then you see the headless body of what looks like his mother yeah blood everywhere both of them are at the front bowing i believe charlie's headless body is also well, there but they're they're doing the bowing thing and yes. then it pans up and you see this like like scarecrow kind of looking doll like lifelike looking doll thing which i just realized like charlie would make all those weird yep. kits and stuff it kind of looks like something it like does put together by a child and then on the head is charlie's decapitated head, head with like it doesn't look it's not made of paper like it looks like it's a made of a solid material Mm -hmm. but it is like a where the wild things go looking crown yeah on top of charlie's decapitated head and then joanne spews some fucking culty bullshit yep to peter who the entire time is super spacey and looks terrified but also looks very lost i was gonna say i wouldn't even say he looks terrified i think he looks kind of um calm and just kind of like, hmm, what, what is this? Like a very gentle kind of bemusement. Because I think it's still like the physical features of just how like Peter was. Maybe. Because he, remember, he and still has. So glassy yeah. I still, that's why at the end I still wondered like, okay, is this actually Charlie? Is this actually the God of Hell? Or is this actually Peter? But he's just like, literally just has no idea what to do like i couldn't really determine who i thought actually was in that body that's interesting also just kind of looked like he to me he looked scared so it seemed like maybe he's like i mean fuck i have literally nothing left like yeah talk at all so right yeah like i don't know i mean he drove all the way home with his sister's decapitated body in the car went to bed and didn't do anything until the morning yeah so after all of this like that's where i'm like maybe it was still peter and he just was just as dumbfounded and had no idea what to do yeah i mean it could be but they put this shitty crown from charlie's decapitated head on him and then they start praising him and hail payman hyman yeah whatever his name is hail the it's not hyman that's what Hedegaard. well I thought you said Pyman, so that's my oh, bad. Hyman, <laughs> not Pyman. <laughs> Either way, anyways, that's the end of Hereditary, oh. one of the most horrible, greatest movies I have ever seen. Agreed. That was a really long recap. We are an hour and a half into this. Holy fuck. Granted, though, that is including like all of our bullshit at the very beginning. Very true. So, really, we're probably only like an hour 15 in. 
Not bad. Anywho. Well, you, uh, I guess if you made it this far, we really appreciate you sticking with it. Yeah, for real. We are just getting to like the middle part now because we can do three favorites now. <gasps> oh. Three favorites, three least favorites if we want. If we can come up of with the th- movie. Yeah. I have one favorite to go with right away that I was talking about earlier. Are we talking about in the movie or like our interactions with each other or both? I would say both. Well, do you want to say your favorite or should I say my favorite? You can say... You say, you say your favorite first because I feel like I know what it's going to be. Okay. My favorite is when we're at the house party with all the teenagers. Um, Peter is talking to his crush or whatever on the couch talking about, you know, awkward teenage things. And in the background, there's a solitary kid standing. There's a solitary kid. And he looks like he's about 15. Like, he actually looks like an accurate teenager. He's standing there with a drink in his hand, not doing anything. He's just kind of lightly bobbing along to the music. Someone comes up and, like, daps him up and is like, hey, man, how's it going? Whatever. And he's like, ah, yeah, cool. And they kind of laugh. That dude walks away. This kid continues to just stand there with no one. One hand in the pocket, one hand with the drink, and just kind of nodding along to nothing so and it made me smile so much because that was me at every house party ever freshman year i was like i don't know what to do or who to talk to anything and it just made it just really like it just felt very refreshing to see actual teenagers at an actual party again this is my second like correction on i shit on the house party right away but i remember us talking about that where i'm like actually you point that out i'm like looking at it this actually would be a pretty accurate right high school party because nobody it wasn't like there was crazy fights it wasn't like people were like dancing everywhere weren't super belligerent there wasn't they didn't have to introduce a rape aspect yeah i feel like they always have to introduce it was just like it was just Here's like a yeah movie, it was just like okay people are just sitting around talking to each other basically yeah. it's loud there's music but whatever was allergic to, yeah i mean either somebody picked that up or something no it. they made it remember because they showed them chopping up the nuts to put in it right so they, it's like yeah, that's totally like, a high school party yeah that's totally a high school party so yeah that was my first favorite moment was the high school party and specifically the awkward dude in the background who's talking to no one i love it so good What's your first favorite? I think my first favorite was, um, I don't remember what scene it was, but it was one of the first really scary scenes, and I started reciting the Lord's Prayer, and then I started screaming, and it was, like, funny in the moment, but also scary, which is why that happened, yep. it was even funnier later when Charlie was editing through that, and she replayed it, and I was just like... Yep, it was very funny, because <laughs> you couldn't remember what part it was or whatever so i had to kind of prompt you and i was like and forgive us our trespasses and you were like and forgive us our ah! <laughs> it's just a great great sound bite that again hopefully i can figure out how to squeeze in there somehow our father who art Lord in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven yes so our daily bread. Good job, guys. Whoever is from evil. For thine. For thine and the. Because <laughs> <laughs> it it's so funny. For real. That was another one of my favorites too. Um. 
Second favorite for me is the weird turtle swim army crawl through midair. I love that moment purely for Brandon's reaction immediately because he was like, oh, oh, what? And we were completely unfocused. Right. We had no idea. So we're like, whoa, what and happened? He just sat down. Too. He just sat and again, down. He does not like scary movies. Mm-hmm. Like He tolerates parts of scary movies for a little bit with us. Right. And that we were not paying attention. We made him watch it twice. in fairness the second time wasn't scary so um but yeah that was definitely one especially it looked funny and also was a good roomy bonding moment so it was Um, fun we love a good roomy bonding we love a good roomy bonding moment um (laughs) say it remember when her head came off i definitely do yeah see i feel bad because all my favorite moments are things that i think i said that were funny I mean, I, I know what you're talking about. Go off, though. I mean. No, I want to pick a different one. I feel narcissistic now. No, come on. It's a favorite moment. Well, so she was having an allergic reaction, right? Mm-hmm. And her throat was hurting. Yes. And then. <laughs> oh, I remember this moment now. It's so good. This one and is we good. Were ho- I was horrified. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. We went through the whole issue really dead thing. And then I was just like. I sound so no, it's so funny. It's so funny. I was just like, holy shit, it doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> it's so bad. It was so bad in the moment, too, because it was a really silent moment. Oh. And then all of a sudden, Gretchen is like, well, at least your throat doesn't hurt anymore. It's like, Jesus Christ. It had only been like a minute. I was like, you cannot be oh. over it already. That's just wild. See, I like with these first two moments, they're my favorites because they were like definitely two times where I got you to do the, like the silent laugh. Yeah. Where you're literally like slapping your yeah. leg and like there's absolute silence in because you're dying and I'm like, yes, I landed again. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's right. That was a great moment. I should have said that one too. You know what my third favorite moment is? I've done two movie moments, but this is kind of an us moment. So the first time that we see Joan or Joanne's apartment, whatever, and we see the doormat and it just says, we had read it as Joanne. It says J-O-A-N. And Gretchen goes, I think that's the Joanne's font. And I was like, what? She's like, it's the font from Joanne's, the store. I was like, I have no idea what that looks like. And you said something like, you know how some people are like face blind? You're like font blind. And I was like... I was like, yeah, I guess. I don't know what the well, Joanne's so font looks like. Yeah, it definitely is. Read it, and <laughs> I said, I didn't go, like, I don't think we read it as Joanne. We just didn't really read it. And, and then I went, that looks like the Joanne font, but it's like Joan or Joni. So it was just close enough. And like, okay, so we're, Charlie's much more of a diligent reader than I am, yeah. but we're both readers. Yeah. And readers will understand. <laughs> especially fantasy readers you read the like i read like the first three letters and the last two and i go cool i'm gonna memorize that my brain's gonna insert that's this character but if somebody asked me what's the name of this character i'd be like fuck i have no idea so i feel like we just kind of did that but then i was like it looks like the joanne font so then we're just like and then we just kept calling her joanne minutes later you're like oh joanne and i'm like yeah joanne that bitch well that bitch that's that's joanne kind of my uh like second part of favorite number three was when we realized her name wasn't Joanne because it was it was at this part where it's her name is written down somewhere but it's written as J-O-A-N-I-E and we were like Joanne what is that and then I would just say it was like Joni it's probably Joni and we're like 
name's not Joanne. <laughs> like her name is like, Joan? What? Like, like, talk, or at least I kind of mentioned this earlier. We're like, watch like be on your phone while you're watching yeah and you don't get the full experience but this movie i gen i like couldn't be on my phone so then that moment was so profound because i'm like i watched every goddamn second except for that part where we made brandon rewatch the i wasn't paying attention then but i watched every second of this movie how did i not know her name was joey she plays a pretty big role in it too but in fairness she's a huge role she has a huge role in the last like third of <laughs> yeah two-thirds. in fairness though i don't think they ever actually say her name i don't think they ever do i'm not 100 percent. i mean probably right away when she introduces herself but that's yeah. gotta be it i don't know so it's not her fault no it's it's never our fault it's never our fault. but it was just hilarious Wrong. like right. <laughs> just hilarious we're, we're like, like joanny what kind of a name is that let me explain <laughs> our just so you can get it if you're a visual person so um i'm sitting on the couch and we have a big table in between us, and Charlie is in her recliner. Yes. Um, and so when things happen, we're pretty much on equal distance from the TV yeah. and from each other or whatever. So, like, something will happen. So it's in our periphery, very visible when both of us, like, turn our head to look at each other. There's a lot of moments, and I think that was one where we heard the name or read it, and we both just kind of went, like, whipped our head around yeah. and was like, because <laughs> it's very what rare that both of us miss something yeah usually one of us is gonna catch it mm-hmm. but so it's really rare to have those moments of both of us being like what the fuck, what the fuck? how did and we miss like this nice web it's sound also very validating because we do it generally at the same time so yeah like, so we're both lost yeah we are both like, confused out of our minds and that we rarely pick up the remote after we start something but that is the prime <laughs> golden moment where one of us whoever has the remote goes back yes and we rewatch. we watch the tape we have to know yep we check the tape we do we check the tape super fun what's your third last favorite moment third favorite moment sounds super dumb and mom makes miniatures make scenes whatever so they start out like normal kind of and then they get kind of weird and there's this one part where like the first time mom opens up grandma's stuff there's like a weird note about something she's done in the past and then there's this miniature where it looks like mom and young charlie maybe and grandma's tit is out yes oh my gosh yes i remember this and part now. so then we're like okay so did that leads up that that's where i another thing where i want to watch it again because the note was weird like oh they should never know what we did so then i'm like so did grandma breastfeed charlie yes. like what's that's what that insinuated so there was a moment between mom and charlie where um she oh, said something he, like yeah you know you were your grandma's favorite you know Mm -hmm. no one else could feed you grandma had to be the one to feed you and you assume as a normal human being that she's talking bottle bottle feeding no 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 no. then there's a minute and you don't realize how important that is until when she starts making the scene of charlie's death with the car and the headless body and the head that then you're like oh god damn she makes like scenes of real things that have happened which i think we touched on a little bit because i'm like well maybe it's a coping mechanism or something and i was like no that's fucking weird then (laughs) later i'm like yeah you're right this is super weird (laughs) yeah but there's so there's it like she like finishes it and turns it around or something and it's like mom baby grandma looking person boob out looking to feed right 
the boob is ginormous. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh my gosh. It's like, okay, imagine a Barbie doll, yeah. right? And so like imagine Barbie doll hospital gown or something, boob out. It took up like the whole torso. <laughs> oh. It was ridiculously large. Well, granted, it was, you know, probably pretty low. So it that's, take up that's true. That's true. Real estate, I guess. But yeah, that, that whole deal, especially just because it's like at the time you think it's kind of innocent. And then you're like, ooh, that's creepy. And then you're like, well, maybe it's going to go this weird way. And then it just goes culty, head chopping off, actual demon way. And you're like, oh, I kind of forgot about the weird boob and the part where she breastfed her granddaughter. Weird. Crazy. Yeah. Some good moments. But then do we want to get into our least favorite moments from it? Yeah. When fucking Charlie lost her head. Good, good. Least Good starting out strong. That's your number one least favorite. My number one least favorite is specifically when they show the head afterwards and it's all rotted <gasps> out with flies and stuff. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. your second least favorite moment? Probably, probably when Charlie just like with classroom scissors cuts off the pigeon's head. That's a good one. I really like this pigeon just randomly flew into the window of her classroom and she's like, oh my says, and then she's like oh, what's in this bush oh look at that it's a pigeon it's so crazy I have this what? pair of scissors in my pocket I'm just gonna fucking cut its head off I think she threw away the body and just kept the head yeah, right yeah she just left the body there and she yeah. put the head in her sweatshirt pocket now that I'm thinking about that never mind I'm not gonna say that okay <laughs> good filter good filter in action <laughs> thank you we'll talk about it off pod <laughs> my second least favorite moment is uh you know what it is okay i had i have many least favorite moments but i'm gonna say this one because i think it's kind of it's silly but it irked me (laughs) when peter is like struggle bussing through school because his mother is going crazy Ah! and his sister he accidentally killed his sister no no this is specific you're gonna remember this so he comes home one day and his dad is like in the kitchen or whatever and peter kind of shrugs <gasps> by the stairs yes! and he yeah. his dad he does his dad doesn't say like hey, so buddy how I are we doing like he was just, charlie dead at this point yes or was it just grandma no charlie was so dead charlie was dead, dead. So, he had accidentally killed his sister yes. and so peter's like walking by him to go upstairs to his room to chill out meanwhile whatever. also remember that the parents every time they enter the house they remind them to take off their shoes as if they don't yeah. live there like they already know to take off their shoes at the door so they're already right off the bat reprimanded for something yes it's so stupid anyways as peter is walking behind him to the wall or to his room or whatever um the dad is like doesn't even ask him like how school went or anything i don't think he's just like did you finish those sat prep books or whatever yeah remember and peter's like up. i'll do it tomorrow and he's like you need to do that like he's just on about these sat prep books <sighs> as if his sister as if he didn't accidentally kill his, kill sister. his sister as if his mom isn't, isn't going crazy absolutely like, <sighs> like sir have um like just a little bit of compassion maybe yeah. for your teenage and also, son not even close to killing his sister like accidentally killing his sister but before she ate the cake he was like "Ooh, yeah. i'm gonna get it on with this crush girl we're gonna go up to the room and then actually he walks in to five people and the girl's like hey this dude has weed peter has weed yeah. so he's already like high school crushed right then his sister starts freaking having a large reaction then he's panicking mm-hmm. then he accidentally kills her then his mom goes crazy and then he has to worry about the sats right it's absolutely horrible and it really made me lose a lot of respect for that dad i was like you have got to be shitting me sir have you ever heard of, you know, like, grief counseling at I, all? And, like, he seemed, I mean, like, I know I we know. kind of defended him earlier. Like, he did go through a lot, but he also seemed, like, chill. 
He did. He seemed like a fine dad. Then all he of a sudden, a that happened. Ear- yeah, I liked like, how he was very protective. He of was Peter. towards the end. He got better. He's just an odd character. Yeah. He, was, he was hard to get a read on, but that part really pissed me off. Although, you know that test, that movie test. I don't remember what it's called. Where like, um, they like rate uh all the female characters and whether or how many times they talk about or talk yes i feel like this movie might pass it because even though there was a lot about peter it was a lot about the mom and charlie and like the dad wasn't even in it at all right but the thing is that two female characters have to talk to each other about something that isn't a man oh and they were yeah and And considering that they they almost always talk about either joan's grandson or true and the, the, the end. god needed a male host yeah. which is why they took peter Fuck. yeah i don't know if this one passes it might though because i think charlie and the mom have a conversation about grandma right after the funeral yeah so maybe because that's when they talk about the whole feeding thing right maybe that's how it passes hmm. either way anyway. either way that dad moment pissed me the fuck Ugh. off so that was my second least favorite moment am i my third least favorite uh, i already do three no, you did. Your first one was the. Oh, we no, just talked about this. I know we just talked about this. I think I'm on my third. I don't think the first are. one was the head decapitating. Yep, Charlie's head coming off. The then... second one was the. <laughs> we just talked about this. I know. Should we go back and try and listen and remember? It was. Oh. We were talking about the party, but that was yours. Right. Because this that was my second one. Was it the boob thing? No, that was my nope. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my favorite. The Jolly's head coming off was your next one. You mu- No, you must have had two, so this is your third. Because yeah. your first one was the head coming off. Yeah. And then my first one was the actual shot of the head. Yeah. yeah. And then my second one was the SAT prep. So you're on your third one. Yeah. What was my second one? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, um, what was it? We might have to go back and look. <laughs> I really can't remember. Hang on. We're going to pause. We're going to pause. Yours isn't on. Yeah. We figured it out. It was his the pigeon. pigeon. And everybody, anybody listening to this is like, yeah, I fucking know. Like, I just, just heard listen to this. So it's, sorry. It's a pigeon. So now you're on your third. God, now I need to think of a third. I should have been doing that while we were figuring out the pigeon thing. Third least pro- favorite moment. God, it's got to be the naked people at the end. Like, come on. Come on. They're just standing. They're not even breathing. They're just standing there. Yeah. And they're just naked. And their face expressions And, like, I am an extremely body positive person. Like, I I would absolutely join a nudist colony if it made sense where we lived. But, like, in a creepy way like that, don't stand in the corner of an attic naked and not breathe. Like, just don't do that. Don't keep it that weird. Ugh. That's fair. Brandon, I would don't do that. <laughs> if you stood in the corner of my room and just did that, I would probably kill you on accident. On I thought you were gonna say on site. I was like, fair enough. <laughs> I would kill you on site. Worse. Ugh. Absolutely not. Ugh. Leave me alone right now. Get that shit out of here. Okay, my third and final least favorite moment. <laughs> uh again there's absolutely so many so goddamn many i know 
Um, I'm gonna That's go. Where it's weird that we had a hard time coming up with the favorite moments, but also I love this movie. You know. Well, that's why it it makes sense though, right? It's a horror movie. Yeah. So obviously, you're gonna be you're gonna have least favorite moments. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm just gonna go with an obvious one, a scary moment when Peter is. Has, like shoots his hand up in class Ugh. specifically the hand actually yeah because it is in a grotesque like weird flexed position yeah and i just hate it it's like this kid has gone through so much and then he has to go through that shit through that it's, like, and the fuck. the ideal like it yeah, looked his like, eyes he was, like, like his, it looked like his eyes were like smeared on glass or something yeah it looked really disgusting Do you know what that reminded me of what have you heard about like spiders when they walk and like how they walk no so like <laughs> Have you heard this, Brandon? I so spiders, mean, when yes. the way that they walk, it's not like they, it's, they don't have muscles like we do. The, they shoot blood into their le- like limbs when they need to move. So every time a spider's walking, it's because they're shooting blood out through their limbs in order to, and then like retracting it back in order to move. So when he did that, I all I thought of was like that, that fact. That's absolutely horrifying, Gretchen. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I just wanted to elevate your experience. Great. It's true. Uh, it's it's just a fact. It's just I'm just presenting facts here, folks. Yeah. If anybody tries to comment or write in and say tell me I'm wrong, I will listen. But also you're wrong. Also <laughs> you're wrong. Okay, we're just about done. Now we're gonna get to a rating. Mm-hmm. What kind of scale do we want to use for this? <sighs> Thank you, Brandon. I think out of five. Thank you for being specific. So Brandon gives it four toes out of five, if we yeah. can catch that on the audio. Are we using toes? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it would be something like clever, like, you know, six decapitated pigeon heads out of ten. Yes. <laughs> like something yes. like okay, that. Okay, so for this movie, we're doing out of seven pigeon heads. Out of what seven? Do you rate, okay. What do you rate it? I, oh God, as far as like horror movies go, I'd, I'd put it at a solid seven out of seven to Captain mm-hmm. Pigeon Heads. Yep. See, I want to put it at a seven, but it's our very first rating. So I feel like I need to go with like a six. Fair enough. Give Just some because I need some wiggle room. See, that's another thing we could do uh, as we start watching more and more movies. Be like, it was, you know, it's above this movie, but it's below this movie. Yes. Yeah. So as of right now, so right now I'm going to go with like six, six and a half pigeon heads. Like okay. maybe six pigeon heads and she keeps one of the bodies. <laughs> she keeps one of the bodies? Yeah. Because she, no, so there, she has six pigeon heads and one body. Oh, okay. Pigeon. I got you. I got you. So five pigeon heads, one full pigeon. Mm, That's okay. my rating. That makes more sense. <laughs> totally makes sense. Would or would not recommend to watch? Oh, uh, absolutely would. Not alone. I didn't. Charlie can probably attest to this, but I would like, definitely you need somebody to react to it with. You also need someone to joke around with because yeah. otherwise you will take it too seriously and you will dream about it. Yeah. I've heard. Yeah. That's the word on the street anyways. Well, that's what you do, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the word on the street. That is the word on the street. Yeah. You're welcome. Absolutely. Like, I would totally watch it again, definitely very soon, but I would it, I would have to watch it with somebody that had never seen it before. Yeah. So I can, like, experience them watching it, yep. I guess. That made it a lot better when I watched it the second time. The first time I was absolutely paralyzed with fear, but... Um, it's okay. I got you. Yeah. I'm here now. Yeah. We're, we're, we're still kicking. We're all we're, still We're here. all good. We're all good. We're all still alive. So that's all that matters. <laughs> Well, should we wrap it up? Yeah, that was our first, like, 
that felt like a real podcast that yeah cool. i hope you guys liked it yeah we did whoever's listening aka us in 80 years brandon brandon brandon's listen. listening he's listening to this last little bit he's listening to us live <gasps> crazy <laughs> live in front of a studio audience a studio audience <laughs> and ghosts and the pets yay thank you brandon Woo! appreciate you <laughs> well right. again thanks guys for listening yeah we'll be back next time i think next time we are watch. probably gonna start rings of power yeah we're gonna watch a little lord of the rings it'll be a little different than what we're watching now yeah what we did watch but it'll be good we both yeah. love that series so absolutely Super so fun. if you want to understand what we're talking about maybe watch it before you listen yes we don't spoil anything yeah, for you because we will we definitely will obviously. and we don't care if you didn't so, listen to the you know if you're podcast. choosing to click on it and you haven't listened like that's not our bad yeah that's you your fault you should have known anyway we uh love you guys <laughs> we blasted you we might love you we don't we don't really know you yeah, yet. yet yeah we'll we'll find out we'll report back <laughs> okay bye okay bye Every time I look over and your mic is just in your shirt, <laughs> it just makes me Okay, laugh. listen. If you couldn't tell, are you recording right now? Yes, I am recording. Good. This should be recorded. If you couldn't tell, I put much less effort into this podcast than you have. <laughs> because you bought the mics, you downloaded the software, figured out how it worked. For two recordings, you said, hey, when you set it on the side, it's echoey. So I was like, cool, I should hold it. And instead, I decided to stick <laughs> it in my shirt so I didn't have to hold it. Hey, you're problem solving, and I appreciate it.